Hey, thanks for tuning in to my podcast. No bad news by yours truly, Don P. Make sure you go follow me on all social media platforms. And as always, stay motivated. Yeah, you know what it is. Special episode, quarantine and chill. Rose. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? You know, living this West Coast quarantine dream. Yeah, it sounds like fun. At least you get good weather. I know, it's supposed to be like super, <laughs> super nice this week. And the pool's closed, everything's closed. So I'm wow. just going to try and catch some uh, catch some rays from my balcony hole. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. That doesn't sound so bad. It's not terrible. Yeah. It's not terrible. It's like 50 here. 45 if you're out of the sunlight. Listen, I don't love Michigan. I mean, I lived there for 24 years, so you know I know about that life. Uh, you know, I know you know. <laughs> get started with just some uh, some gen- generic talk. Uh, did you get a chance to watch uh, Teddy Riley and Babyface last night? Oh, okay. So I watched both versions. So I watched the <laughs> disaster that was Sunday night. Yep. And I felt like I was watching my dad try to use his, like, iPhone for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like, and my dad still sends, like, semicolon and then parenthesis for, like, a wink face. Oh, wow. Even though there's emojis. He's using so, T9. Exactly. So I feel like that's what I was watching. And then yesterday, I mean, it, it just kept freezing, obviously, like, uh, you know, because so many people were trying to watch it. So I caught pieces of it, like, through – somebody was streaming it on Facebook. Yep. Um but I mean, like, it's like a, that was just like such a bomb generation of music, you oh, know? Yeah. And I think it just puts you in such a good mood. And I mean, for me, baby face is like hands down, like the better. Um, I just think there's like longevity there. But like Teddy Riley's got some bops in there, you know, like he's got like yep. bangers that like you just like want to roll to. But like baby face will have you crying at home while you're like drinking a Coke or something, you yeah, know? You so, <laughs> yeah. So I think it was just like two different, like, although they're both R and B, they're two different R and Bs. So it was really interesting to watch, but oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited to see kind of like who comes up next with kind of like the, the versus kind of challenge. Um, yep. Cause I think there's a lot of good stuff that like could come out of that. I mean, that's one thing that like right now, like with us not being able to go anywhere, like, new music is like all around us, which is like certainly helping me kind of get through it with, you know, everybody dropping new EPs. And even if it's just new singles, like it just keeps it interesting, um, which is helping. Get your tootsie slide on. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to become TikTok famous. So we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Well, I I, I saw the little Wayne verse on Look At Me Now. So I I was very impressed by the wordplay. There was no mumbling there. So yeah, you already know I got bars. I got bars for days. So, um, and I got a couple other up my sleeve that I'll I'll drop here, you know, over the weeks to keep my fans interested. Oh, I'll so keep, we'll see I'll keep my goes. eyes open. I'll keep my eyes open. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. We'll, we'll get straight to it. For those of you who don't know, um, this is my longtime friend and sister, Heather. Um, gosh, going. I mean, like, like 2009, probably. So we're, we're pushing. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. So, I mean. Who cares? I feel like we've known each other for forever. Yeah, so. it's, it's been a lifetime. So, um, yep. <laughs> uh, so I, I will let you go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Uh, let, let everybody know a little bit about you, um, what you got going on, and how Corona uh, or, or COVID-19 has affected you on, on the workforce level. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so guys, um, my name's Heather Rose. Um, some of you guys know me as Rose. Um, I'm born and raised in Michigan. I was there for 24 years, and you know, my career has been a big part of my life. And so that's 
brought me on some relocation journeys. Um, and mm-hmm. so I lived in Toledo for about eight years and then went to Akron for another three or four years. And now I live out here in, in sunny Southern California in Anaheim. Um, and I've been in California for almost six years now. Um, I work in retail. Retail is all I've done um, starting at the age of 16. And so currently I work for Pacific Sunwear or PacSun. Uh, I'm the regional director for the West Coast here. So I essentially oversee all stores basically from Arizona all the way over to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been with them going on, oh my gosh, seven years it'll be in September. Congratulations. Um, Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so... You know, it's been a whirlwind and, um, you know, as far as like how, you know, coronavirus or COVID-19 has really affected me in the workplace, obviously, you know, retail is is closed, right? And only essential kind of needs are open. So malls are closed, um, you know, the little boutiques are closed. And so that certainly impacts us. It also impacts us on a bigger scale, meaning you know, vendors are impacted, Um, how we get our product from overseas here is impacted. So it's not just about we can't go to the mall. It's really about right now, it's challenging to just operate the business. And so, you know, us, like a lot of other retailers had to make the tough choice to obviously close stores to keep our people safe, not only our customers, but our employees. Yep. Um, you know, also, you know, unfortunately we did have to, you know, furlough, um, about, I would say 80% of our total organization from store teams all the way up to, you know, corporate offices. Mm -hmm. And so that was, I would say a pretty, certainly the toughest day for me in my retail career. And I've been through some things certainly in my 20 plus years in retail, but, um, that was a really brutal day to have to deliver to, a very large group of people that are on my team Absolutely, um, that we're, we're unsure of kind of what's happening right now, but this is what we know we have to do right now. And so, you know, thankfully my team has a lot of trust in me. I have a lot of trust in them. And so they, they, they totally understand the decisions that have to be made because at the end of the day, if we don't make these decisions now, there won't be a pack sun to come back once we get. So you know, that's really our main focus is to make sure that there is a PacSun to come back to um, after, you know, we get back to being able to be closer than six feet to each other, right, in the normal world. Right. So, yeah, right. I mean, right now, all of our business is still happening through, you know, e-com. Um, and thankfully, we have a customer base that is still very much interested in getting, you know, PacSun product and PacSun brands um, and the brands that we sell. And so, that is still really strong. And, and thankfully we do have just over a hundred stores that are helping fulfill um, online orders. And so we do have some that are, you know, using, you know, the in-store inventory, uh, not to get too kind of logistical here, but to like use that inventory to be able to fulfill and get customers what they want. So, yep. you know, we're, we're trying to fire on as many cylinders as possible right now, but um it certainly has been challenging and certainly is causing us to have to, I think, level level up on our creativity when it comes to driving a business and knowing how to do that with basically all of your resources cut. Um, and I think we're doing a pretty good job so far, which, which feels good. 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 Awesome. Now, you know, speaking of, you know, this new normal and when everything goes back to what we're going to call normal, um, okay what's what's your you guys is looking like as far as the eta goes in, in cali like what what uh 
what kind of um, time are you time spent are you guys on before they even start to open the some of the businesses back up? Yeah, so we were one of the first states, I think, outside of Washington, which was like one of the first hot zones, right, for the virus um, to go on a stay at home order. So we've been on a stay at home order since I think March 19th. Um, And so we just hit kind of our, our month a few days ago. And we're not set to go off of our stay at home order until May 15th. So we've got another 30 days in kind of this stay at home, only go out for what you need to do moment. Um, But, you know, from a reopening standpoint, I think, you know, obviously we all know California is a pretty progressive state. Um, Absolutely. You know, our governor is doing, I think, a really good job in keeping us um, in the loop on you know, his plans to reopen and understanding that it's got to come in phases and that we can't just flip a switch and expect everything to kind of go back to the way. Um, And so, you know, another good thing about Californians is that they follow the rules because we all want to get back to going to the beaches, going to the pool, going to go see the Hollywood sign, right? And and going to go do the things that we have the luxury of having here, you know, specifically in Southern California. So, I think that's one thing that's going to help our reopen process is that we've we've stayed in our lane and we've done what we were asked to do as civilians uh, of the state of California. And so we know that the reopening is going to happen in phases similar to what other states are talking about. Um, but I do feel like ours is going to go pretty smooth because, you know, again, we've we followed rules so far. We also already yeah. have um, specific city and state ordinances, excuse me, around you know, you have to wear face masks out. And if you don't wear a face mask out, then you could be ticketed. Um, and so, gotcha. you know, that you can't even go into a grocery store without a face mask, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I mean by like, our governor's like, if we're really going to fight this uh, with getting kind of little to minimal support from the government at times, you know, he's kind of taken it into his own hands, similar to what the, you know, governor of New York is doing, who's also doing a really good job of kind of just being honest around this is bad, right? We are in a bad situation, but it'll be nice to like, you know, go get my nails done. I ain't gonna lie. So I'm looking forward (laughs) to that. Well, good. Uh, Michigan uh, people take notes because some some people in Michigan, they're still not, they're not being still, they're not, they're not sticking to the script. Trust I saw that. And I made a call to like my parents. I'm like, y'all are staying in the house, right? Because I ain't got time. Not that my parents would go and like protest, but I'm like, don't be acting like one of these people out here thinking that like you're not going to get it, right? Or it's not the wrong with me. You. I feel good. Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> so yeah, they're they're staying in the house, and so yeah, I saw that on the news, and I was like, man, I am not proud to be from Michigan right now. So. Oh, man, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> yep. But um, moving on though, I I know for me, um, I had to find out, you know, obviously by being home and not being able to conversate with other humans um besides my kids and my wife you know I, I i didn't value you know the the clerk at the gas station on my wednesday and thursday mornings um after i left the boxing club to go to work um the little small talk they would make or the mm-hmm. the weird guy at work that always has these just weird conversations you don't know how you got yourself into um those are the things i've taken for granted what, what would you say some things you know after being at this stay-at-home mandate uh, what what are some things you took for granted yeah, I think like a week and a half into it, I remember I was FaceTiming my parents and my mom's like, so, you know, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing, right? Like, cause there's nothing to do. Um, but the one right. thing I could tell her was like, man, I could tell you exactly what I spend my money on. And that for me was like a pause moment. 
like I am frivolous at times, which is nice <laughs> to be able to like do that. But I'm also like, damn, right. I do a lot of online shopping. Like I eat out a lot. <laughs> like there's a lot of things that like, you know, now that I can't go do that, I'm like, wow, okay. Like that's, that's, that was a self-reflecting moment. But you know, I think, so certainly not being able to go do all that is, you know, I, I certainly appreciate that more, but I think, you know, obviously I'm a big music lover. I love sports and, you know, mm -hmm. my apartment building is in the parking lot of the Angels. And so to not be able to like walk over and like go see a baseball game, like after work is just like painful. So oh, yeah. those things like concerts and sporting events, I, I really miss like Coachella weekend one was supposed to be this. And so like, mm -hmm. that's not happening. And I've been to Coachella, you know, a handful of times and, and love going out there for that festival. So I think those things, certainly, I really appreciate more. I mean, I appreciated them before, but again, to like have it ripped out from under you and to have it, someone make a decision for you that you can't go versus you saying, nah, I can't go. It just feels very different. Um, and then I think the other thing that I take for granted too, is just, you know, conversations with my, like with my parents and my sister, obviously they, yeah. they all still live in Michigan, um, you know, and, and I'm three hours behind them from a time zone standpoint. And so I get in my mind a lot of times that I, I I'm like, Oh, I'm too busy to call them or, Oh, it's too late to call them or mm -hmm. I'll call them tomorrow. And I get in this kind of like excuse moment, you know, personally, and I've become self-aware that I I'm never too busy to step away from whatever I'm doing, regardless of the time of day to like call my parents for five minutes or FaceTime my sister. Right. And do those kinds of things. And we would always stay in obviously like close connection because they're very used to me not living locally. And because I haven't lived locally for so long, but yep. I think I've, I've talked to them more often now than I ever have. And it's not because someone's sick or I'm sick or there's anything to worry about. It's just, I feel like I now have the time because I've been working from home for a month and I could easily do the same kind of conversations that I'm having with them, you know, five minutes outside of a store, outside of a mall or in my car when I'm driving to the grocery store. And gotcha. I definitely, definitely understand that. I know, I know for me, um, you know, I've, I've FaceTimed my mom and dad every day with the kids um, ever since we've had this mandate because, you know, essentially probably every other week we'll meet my mom in Lansing and she'll take the kids for the weekend um, but you know, since this, we haven't been able to do that for a month. And, uh, the crazy thing is two weeks before we were ordered to stay at home, um, me and my mom were supposed to meet up and I forgot what happened, but we weren't able to do that. Um, aside from that, um, I've been working with a, a good, another good friend of mine, Tiffany. Uh, she was on the show a few weeks ago, um, about a business idea that I'm uh, going to be launching pretty soon here as soon as we get the green light. But that's been the person I've talked to the most. Uh, besides my family, who have you talked to the most aside of your, your family? Yeah, I've talked to uh, my friend Patricia, a.k.a. Peaches, a lot. Um, What's up, Peaches? What up, Peaches? Shout her out. Um, I've also <laughs> talked to my Ashley, who lives, you know, two miles away. But again, like, you know, we're really trying to practice that kind of stay at home and social distancing. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of friends that live in my car apartment complex as well. But even then, like, they live in the same apart apartment complex and I never really talked to them that much, but now I'm able to talk to them, you know, a lot. So, you know, I think it's just yep. those friends that, you know, maybe I, I didn't necessarily quote to until like at the end of my days or on the weekends when I was kind of like just chilling at home, um, you know, yep. that I've really been able to like, not reconnect with, but just have better connections with. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that's awesome. So you guys got like a apartment in a community going on right now? You know, there's a lot of things that happen. At, um, you know, it'll, it should be fun, you know, once it all, I'll reconnect that I'm able to connect with here. Okay. I'm so, so uh, our vacation got canceled. Obviously we had to cancel our vacation because we were supposed to leave the second week of March mm-hmm. um, to go to Orlando. Um, and it was just like a, like a last minute thing because it was the best deal at the time when we were looking for a vacation. Um, and I'm, you know, now that we we're getting, we obviously got our credits back for it and we are going to be planning a vacation, but I, th- I think Callie's really on the radar. <laughs> That's so, right. Callie keep, should always be on the radar keep, for everybody listening. Like I'm telling you, you. Callie is not an expensive, it's expensive to live here, but you know, the, it doesn't cost any more, for a hotel, it doesn't cost any more for a meal. It's really just cost of living that is expensive. And it's not like yeah. a vacation. It's not like you're planning to live out here. You're just coming to enjoy it. But there's a ton to enjoy out here. So, um, I yeah. mean, when all this oh, yeah. started happening, though, Dom, I was over in Paris. And so yeah, I was on I vacation that. when all of, like, the the travel ban started to kick in. And me and my friend were over there. And we're like, what the heck are we going to do? <laughs> you know, like, we still right. we still had seven more days left of our vacation in Europe. And so... You and know, they're about to shut down the country. Exactly. <laughs> and so we had to cancel, you know, we had to, you know, you know, kind of do a last minute and something in, in Vegas in June. I don't think that's going to happen. So I think we've all had to kind of, you know, unfortunately, you know, miss out on some um, some vacations or even weddings. I've got friends that are getting married that have had to postpone their weddings. Um, yep, you know, same here. This is just, a, you know, it's a really big it. I don't think there's someone that it doesn't impact in some kind of way. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, it's, it's, it's got to hurt somebody somewhere. So, um, be, and before all this started, I had just signed up for planet fitness just so I could be a little bit more diverse in my workout versus mm-hmm. sticking to boxing. Obviously once everything shut down, I had my membership for a week at planet fitness. So I really didn't get to use it. Um, but that basically meant no more gyms for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously I, I had to purchase some equipment from a home gym and, you know, now I have set the goal to make sure I work out at least six days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, since being in quarantine, what goals did you make during the quarantine to adapt to the circumstances you're in? I mean, for me, like, I mean, you know me not professionally because Dom did work for me back in the day, guys. Um, Absolutely. You know, I'm a big person on not necessarily setting re-goals um, or new goals, just changing kind of mm. how you're still going to get to the goal you had set. And so, you know, for me, you know, it's like, I don't want to change where I'm going and what I'm focused on. It's more just about how I'm going to get there. Um, Knowing that, you know, I'm, I'm still blessed to be able to work. Um, You know, my job is a little bit different now because all of my district managers, you know, are on a layoff. And so I'm working hand in hand with stores again. Right. So that's a little bit different, but at the end of the day, we still have, you know, sales numbers to hit or some kind of thing that we have to achieve after. And so that's always the goal, right? Every single day is to go out and hit a sales number. Um, But now how I'm doing it is just a little bit different. And so, yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan on kind of like new goals. It's just more about stick to the same goal. Your path now is just going to be different to get there. Um, And I think that that feels better just for me personally um, to make sure I'm still, you know, marching to the same beat and I can still check that box at the end of the week, month, year, whatever, um, to say that Mm -hmm. I did what I needed to do. Um, But I mean, similarly to you, like, you know, I've, you know, not that I went to the gym consistently, just keeping it reals. um, But, you know, I've got (laughs) workout equipment in my house that like, 
I don't know why I owned it because I never used it. I much rather would go to like either the apartment gym or whatever. Um, but now I'm like, you know, taking a conference call while, you know, biking on my stationary bike. Right. Or, there you, you go. know, like just kind of like walking laps around my house, like while I'm like talking to a yeah. store manager, you know, <laughs> so I, I take the dog on like four walks a day. I think she's in the best shape of her life. So, um, <laughs> you know, so there's those little things where, like I'm learning to appreciate even kind of like what I had at home, you know, to be able to kind of self take care of myself. Um, you know, you could probably put that in the things I maybe took for granted column too, <laughs> um, before right, all this right. started, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, you know, personal goals was to go to Europe and obviously that kind of happened. Um, but you know, how I finished that goal coming out of it is just once we can travel again, it's just to finish my vacation. Right. And to get to experience the things that I wanted to experience. Um, so, you know, long story short, I think it's, it's not about a new goal for me. It's more about how do you adapt to continue to hit the same goals? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, last question, and then I will let you get on uh, with your Tuesday afternoon. Um, me, I'm a craft beer drinker. These past few weeks, I've tapped in a little bit into more than margaritas, um, a little bit of bourbon. Uh, what's been your go-to drinks? Yeah, so I think I saw in the news that like that's like one thing that like everyone's doing more of is drinking. So we're all going to come Liquor out. Liquor sales have like, gone up. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's essential. <laughs> kind of like the marijuana business in California is essential as well. Yep. So they've stayed open. Um, but yep. uh, yeah, I mean, I've always been a wine drinker. So you know, I I my wine rack stays nice and full, and that's what I kind of that's what I make the most runs to the store for. Um, mm-hmm. is really like, you know, keeping my wine collection up. But, um, but, you know, when it comes to like, I'm a craft beer person like you, and we've got some mm-hmm. really good local breweries, I actually like my apartment complex is right across the street from a really good local brewery um, called Golden Road. And so they okay. have a whole like drive up drive through. And so like, you can pick up, you know, a, a single beer or, you know, a case of beer or four cases of beer, um, you know, and so they've been, you know, trying to again, keep their local business afloat. Um, there's another local brewery up in the Valley in LA called the 818 that I'm a big fan of, that I'm actually going up to this weekend, um, to fill up my growlers. So locally crafted beer is always going to be in my drink regimen for sure. Um, and then, you know, um, since the weather is going to be breaking, um, you know, yep. gin and tonic is my summer drink. So I'll probably there you go. partake in some gin and tonics this weekend. Um, cause we're going to have like 90 degree weather. So. Uh, yeah, you definitely can't. Uh, you can't pass that opportunity up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Heather Rose again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Quarantine and Chill. Happy to be here. And um, I will be speaking with you soon. Other than that, folks, until next time, you guys stay motivated. Bye, guys. <laughs>